Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. I'm your host, Tracy Mylacrane. I'm a business lawyer, an entrepreneur, and very much a realist. Rise Up in Business is designed to share with small business owners important legal information and some clever tips and tricks in short and sharp episodes, no legal jargon. With this podcast, I want to empower small business owners to rise up and take control in their business. I'll be here every Wednesday to tell you what you need to know without sending you to sleep. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode 12. I talk a lot about prevention being better than cure, and that's because for the first 12 years of my career, I spent it in litigation and dispute resolution. So that was helping people in court, helping people once things had reached the pointy end and there was no other way out. And during that time, I saw more destruction of lives and businesses than I care to remember. I talk about prevention being better than cure in business because more often than not, in the cases I was involved in, there really was a better way that things could have been done, which would have meant the clients didn't end up where they were. So they didn't end up in court or in hot water with businesses being lost, homes and marriages being lost. The consequences of those bad situations were made worse because, in my view, people weren't informed enough or they didn't have the knowledge to be able to handle the situation in a different way. So today in this episode, I want to talk about when it all goes wrong, what not to do. So despite our best efforts in business, despite getting our documents done properly, our legals tailored, despite the processes and policies we have in place there will be times when things still do go wrong. So my intention with this episode is to give you some knowledge and some tools so that you're not one of those people that ends up coming to me at some point saying, I really need help now and the situation's got out of hand because you didn't know any different. So in my view, there are four key things that you really should not do if you find yourself in a really challenging situation. Let's get started. First of all, don't get emotional. I know that's easier said than done sometimes, but think back. Have you ever had one of those moments where you send off an email or you fly off the handle with someone on the phone and then later you think, oh my goodness, I can't believe I said that. Or you reread the email and your stomach drops because you can see more clearly and you really regret pressing send. Don't be that person. Rarely is anything so urgent that an absolute immediate reaction is required. Instead, there can be real value in taking some time to respond to the situation rather than react to it straight away. So, for example, taking the night to think things over and having a more calm and considered approach to the matter the next day can mean the difference between inflaming a situation and making it so much worse or rationally and calmly trying to work through it. Don't be the person who makes a situation worse because you reacted rather than responded. The next one follows. Don't take it personally. Oh, it can be so hard in business sometimes not to take it personally because it's your business and it is personal to you. But truth is, most of the time, the issue at hand, whatever it is that's gone wrong, is not personal. The reality is things go wrong in business. That's just the way it is. And it's not until we make it personal, that it becomes personal. So I've seen the difference between maintaining a level of objectivity and taking things personally, and it can be incredibly difficult to resolve a matter quickly when we're taking the issue personally. So step back, remain objective, don't take it personally. 
The next one, don't ignore it. There is no value in brushing a situation under the rug and pretending like it didn't happen. Have the conversation. There is so much value in having a calm and measured conversation with somebody who feels aggrieved or somebody who has an issue. Honestly, sometimes people just want to feel heard. If you have provided a service to somebody and they're unhappy, it is perfectly possible that they don't understand something, that they've gone into overwhelm over a particular issue, or their expectations haven't been met in a way that they thought that they would. Often, a calm conversation, seeking to understand their issue and seeking to understand what they need to resolve that feeling, can sometimes quickly resolve that situation and it can mean the person's concerns are alleviated, you get paid, for example, and you have a happy client. That is a win-win. In circumstances as well, when you're acting under a contract, so if there's a contract or an agreement in place, if something goes wrong, certain timeframes can kick in for dealing with disputes, and these really need to be understood and complied with. So again, if you ignore it, you can make matters a whole lot worse because you've missed some critical timeframes and you haven't done some of the things that you need to do under that contract or agreement. Super important not to ignore it. And that leads me into my final point, which is really important to understand as a business owner. Don't go it alone. If you are the one that has caused a situation, for example, sometimes it's best if you don't try to resolve it yourself. If you've dug a hole, if you jump in there and start backpedaling, sometimes all you are doing is making that hole bigger. Knowing when it's time to stop digging can be vital. So be sure you have your team of advisors around you. If you listen to me or follow me, you will know that I say this often. Whether that's your PR person, your coach, your business lawyer, know when to pick up the phone and to run a situation by them and know that you've got people that can step in and help you when you need them to. If you don't call on your advisors, you can find yourself in a situation where things have become so much worse because Emails have been exchanged, things have been said, all of which do nothing to help you and which could have been avoided if you'd had that objective advisor involved sooner. Similarly, going back to my previous point, if you are operating under a contract or if there are relevant terms that are apply to your situation, understanding what they are and knowing how to comply with them is critical. So you're not necessarily expected to know that yourself. Again, that's where your business lawyer can jump in for you to, to help you and give you some advice. To put this into context, I have clients who phone me because, for example, such and such has just sent me an email saying she's not happy with my service and she's not going to pay me. I'm outraged because we put in so much more work than what we were expected to. So really, she's been undercharged and I can't believe that she's taking this attitude. It's really helpful for my client to be able to offload that onto me because I can listen and I can then ask the probing questions and I can then offer support. So the client's offloaded, they feel better, they've calmed down. I can usually see what's going on here and sometimes I can actually jump to the other side and I can work out what the other person's issue is, which means I can really help navigate a way out. So whether it means that I'm then the one to have the phone call with the client, the other person's client, the aggrieved person, or if I'm the one to send a nice little email to try to flush out what those issues might be, that can often bring it to a head and it's resolved. And honestly, a lot of the time it does. I'm not saying always, but a lot of the time it does because, again, it just goes back to that being 
clear, calm objective, having the conversation, seeking to understand the issue and then putting a path in place where we can resolve it. And that then often means that my client gets paid because the other person all of a sudden has had matters crystallised for them and then they all live happily ever after and go on to have a lovely business relationship. Of course, it doesn't always work that way. And when it doesn't, and I can see that it's not going to, strategy becomes very important. And that's when I really need to do some of my best work to make sure that we are strategizing properly to set my client up so that they're in the best position possible to deal with the matter going forward. So those are all really good reasons why not to get emotional, why not to take a matter personally, why you shouldn't ignore a situation and why you don't have to sort it out alone. I suggest to my clients to have a solid approach or a solid strategy in place that they can turn to when things go wrong. So a strategy or an approach like this can vary business to business, but ideally an example could be something like, first step, if something goes wrong, take the night to think it through, stay calm. Two, get your documents together. If a service agreement is relevant, review it. What does it say about issues like this? If your website documents are relevant, what do they say about this? Three, have a conversation to hear the person out. Seek to understand what their issue is and what they're after to resolve it. So what does a win look like to them? Understand that. Four, ask for confirmation in an email from the other person, if you can, or if you have a conversation, send a follow-up email to them to confirm matters, to confirm what you talked about and just make sure you're on the same page. Five, work out what you can do to resolve the matter. And if you can, put that to the other person and be prepared to negotiate. And six, if that's not possible because things have escalated beyond that point, bring in your advisor, bring in your lawyer, your coach or your your PR team. But at least having an outline of an approach can be really valuable and it can take the stress away and alleviate panic when something goes wrong. So to wrap up, there really is no one size fits all approach to this type of thing. Things can go wrong, it can catch us off guard, we can be surprised. But developing an approach that works for you and that is consistent with you and your business values can be a real game changer for you because you'll find that over time you'll become more confident going into these often unpleasant and messy situations and you'll find that it will eventually cause you less stress and take less time to resolve. I hope that's helpful. I feel that talking about this is really valuable. Yes, prevention is better than cure, but hey, sometimes this happens. Things do go wrong. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions. That's what I'm here for, and I'll catch you next time. That's it for today's episode. Short and sharp, just like I promised. If you liked the episode, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes, and I would be most grateful if you would leave a review on Apple Podcast. As always, remember to keep your business legals in order with my Business Legal Strength Check. Grab your free copy by heading over to my website, tmsolicitor.com.au. I'll catch you next Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening.